Welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I'm your host. Marta Roca is the founder and creative director of Four and Sons Magazine, a print and online publication where dogs and culture collide. Originally from Barcelona and now splitting her time between Barcelona and Melbourne, Marta aims for Foreign Sons to look at how artists around the world find inspiration in their dogs for the work they create. Marta, welcome to Dog Save the People. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I, I believe that we are on completely different sides of the world and different time zones. Whereabouts are you today? I'm in Melbourne. It's early morning for us the following day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. So, Marta, you are probably the first guest that I'm interviewing who does not actually have a dog living in their home with them, but they have become your muse. So, in a way, everything started because of the lack of dog. I grew up in Barcelona, and um, in Barcelona, we all live on top of each other, little apartments. So, there's hardly anyone that had dogs. So, the idea of having a big dog in an apartment, it was, now as an adult, I totally get it. It would have been absolute madness. You did have a, an invisible dog friend or an imaginary dog friend by the name of Snoopy. Absolutely. Yes, if you want to have a dog and your parents say, this is not really going to happen, I'm going to find alternatives. Yes. I really enjoy Snoopy. I still have a lot of the little figurines. I love it. There is always that beautiful initial kid-like love. I've always loved dogs. You have created something so special with your work, and I wanted to just kind of really dive in and ask you about the creation of Foreign Sons magazine. Dogs have been for many centuries seen as like a comrade or a companion or a protector or family. We wanted to add muse to all of those beautiful roles that a dog brings into our lives. You can see that in society, dogs are such a strong force and the impact that this has in things like design or fashion or anything comes back to that idea. They are the muse. They are like the inspiration for people. There's so many lessons from dogs. It's like, you know, people that have a creative nature, take them to so many places. That is what I like to find. Who are some of the examples of artists that you featured that stand out in your memory or some of your favorite sort of collaborations? There's this um, collection of photographs by Mark Rudewell, an American photographer, Mm -hmm. in the Mojave Desert of abandoned dog houses. There's these beautiful barren landscapes and there's these dog houses that have been left when people had to move to cities. And it's so poignant. And it's, to me, it represents what the magazine wanted to do, which is like, yes, we are about dogs, but sometimes we don't even need to have the dog presence to communicate the importance. Then we featured William Wegman, the kind of artist that to a lot of us represents the beginning of, I wouldn't say a generation, but a whole bunch of artists that have worked with their dogs. And they have been really true collaborators. 
Absolutely. I absolutely love also the photography of uh, Mary Ellen Mark, who sadly mm. passed away, a Magnum photographer yes. who explore the fringes of society. And then again, how do we see dogs in a completely different scenario than the idea of a pet? Each artist has brought in such a particular point of view. You can tell that there's a respect and there's a love for, for dogs. But there's another layer of creativity and exploration, which is it's so beautiful. So you have recently published a couple of dog-friendly city guides. I have one of the great honors of being part of one of your books, but I wondered if you could please talk about these city guides because they are fantastic and I'm so excited about them. Well, first of all, thank you so much for being part of the project. So the essence of the collection is to explore these cities through the lens of basically you're letting your dog take the lead, excuse the pun, from parks and beaches to restaurants, cafes, galleries, hotels. And so we've put together a whole set of recommendations. We've interviewed some um, locals, as we did with you, to basically tell us how it is to live in these cities being a dog owner and a dog lover. We're starting with London and New York. The way that dogs are being integrated in our life has yes. changed so much in the last 10, 15, 20 years, especially uh. in the last 10 years. They are part of the fabric of the city in the way yes. that we are. Absolutely. Which places can I walk then that I know they're going to get a treat? And which galleries in West Chelsea are more dog friendly? And where can I sit outside with my dogs? And what's the best dog parks? And there's such an enormous culture around having a dog in New York City, and I imagine also in London. And so I think that I could see this exploding, Marta, into there's so many. I'm thinking about Paris, I'm thinking about Florence. I was just in Florence and I was sitting in this restaurant and three different people walked through with their dogs. I'm like, oh my gosh, how fantastic. Of course. Yes. This is not just my project. Winnie. Yes. You've had in the show. Winnie Al, who takes great photographs of dogs and people, among other things. Super talented photographer. She's a co-creator. Winnie came and photographed me. And I think that she was probably, she and her assistant who was working with her, were probably the first people I had in, in my apartment during the pandemic. And of course, everything was very safe, but it was really, you know, it was an interesting time. And I spent four months basically by myself, except for my dogs. And so they saved me. Yes. And so I'm really curious. I don't know if you have seen this through your work, but the impact of dogs during the pandemic had on people's creativity and their bonds with their dogs. Yes. Over the years, Four and Sons has this little kind of network, you know, what you were saying, like from those brands that are doing beautiful accessories to artists, to photographers. And everyone was trying to, you know, keep each other sort of positive. And yes. that was the one sentence that you kept hearing. Thank God for my dogs. Thank God yes. for my dogs that are keeping me sane, <laughs> that they're keeping me inspired, that are keeping me focused. People taking photographs, having fun with their dogs just experimenting. That was huge. So Marta, I think that your experience with creating Foreign Sons is so interesting because again, you are providing this outsider perspective. Did you have any trepidation or hesitation initially about creating a dog magazine? 
I did kind of feel like, oh my God, am I not seeing the full story? But I'm kind of comfortable that that is my role in this whole thing, to go out there and find the outside perspective, bring it in and share it. I always joke that if I had a dog, it would be in every single cover. So maybe <laughs> maybe that wouldn't be that fair. <laughs> do you know many people who have dogs and do you get to be with them, to play and watch them? Yes, I have all these friends that they know I will never say no to dog sitting. So there's like a one, two, there's a three or four at the moment. I love this idea that you are sort of the dog auntie. Yeah. <laughs> and Marta, my final question is, do you see a dog in your future? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep thinking like this. Yes. Yes. How does your husband feel about that? Well, he grew up with dogs, so he absolutely loves them too. But at the moment, we are basically living half the time in Melbourne and half the time in Barcelona. Yeah, no, that's not easy. Yeah. So that's a complicated one. I that's hear you. A tough that's one. nice, yes. though. Oh, it's, a, it's like the endless summer. Yes. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> So I just live vicariously through all of you guys. Perfect, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Anybody who is listening, I really will encourage you over and over to check out Foreign Sons magazine because it's so beautiful and there is so much content and has my favorite subject matter, which is dogs. It is a pleasure to work on this project. Such a wonderful labor of love from everyone. Yes. I'm glad you enjoy it. And Marta, where can we find you and Four and Sons online and on social media? Four and Sons, all one word, dot com, and then at Four and Sons, and then for the collection of, of city guides at Four and Sons Guides. Well, again, congratulations on your new books. I'm so thrilled to be part of it and on your beautiful magazine. Thank really, you. really exciting and inspiring work. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me. It was so fascinating to hear about Marta's unique perspective on dogs, and I have no doubt in my mind that she truly does understand how special and how instrumental they are to our work. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is made by As It Should Be, a production company and content studio. It is made with the support of Scott Benaglio, executive producer, and Jack Summer, our producer and editor. And special thanks to Daniel Lampert, our neighbor and composer, for creating the music for the show. You can follow Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow our show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. To sign up for our monthly email newsletter, you can go to dogsavethepeople.com. On the website, you'll also be able to find merch in our new online gift shop. This includes shirts from the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, where profits go to supporting independent rescues and shelters. If you have any questions or submissions, please drop a note to the email address bark at dogsavethepeople.com. Enjoy a walk with your dog outside and make it a great day for both of you. <laughs>